0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Neil Lennon is playing down the size of the occasion on Saturday As Craig Levine targets a single single St Mirren head to Dundee United for the first leg of the Premiership Playoff Final tonight And Alex Dyer set to join up with Stevie Clark in the Scotland setup. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well what a dramatic weekend we've got ahead Gordon Scottish Cup Final, what a day it is You know, all the players love being involved at this time of year and two lucky teams will compete for the trophy on Saturday. Celtic obviously going for the treble. Treble, can it be a historic day for them? Or you've got Hearts woefully underperforming this season, especially in the last five or six games, going for the first trophy since 2012. Um, and it'll be a big shock if they can do it with the amount of injuries that they've got and Celtic's big boys coming back. So that would be a shock. But also, the drama starts tonight with the Premiership playoff. Dundee United against St Mirren. And it'll conclude on Sunday So what a weekend of football we've got to look forward to Yeah and if you get the exciting games You get packed crowds And there will be one at Tanadice tonight There'll be a packed crowd at Hamden on Saturday And there'll be a packed crowd at St Mirren on Sunday Gordon So bags of football A lot of supporters looking forward to it A lot of nervy times uh, For all clubs concerned Can Dundee United get back up into the Premier League? Um, I think they've been sadly missed but St Mirren are a very, very good club. They're hoping to stay there. Can Hearts do the unthinkable and beat Celtic and stop them? Treble, treble. I just think we've got an exciting weekend and it starts tonight. 0141-951-1025. Let's hear from you then, St Mirren fans. If you're watching in front of the TV, give us a call. Perhaps you're on your way up. We'd love to hear from anyone heading to Dundee for that game tonight. Get your thoughts into us, please. And of course, it's Thursday night. The build-up to the Scottish Cup final is well and truly on. Get your match predictions in, your team lineup suggestions, anything else surrounding the game. Give us a call right now 0141-951-1025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB Mark, when it gets to this stage Of Scottish Cup week You know, the, the media duties Are spread out over, over the week And the, the league season's been put to bed As a player Are you just desperate for all that to stop And the, the action to start? Um, not really, Gordon I, I think it's an enjoyable time To be involved Because it's slightly unique Because you For most of the season In every league game of the season You run through the same rigmarole You go on the Monday morning You do your training Monday, Tuesday It's usually a Wednesday off Thursday or Friday Is media day One player gets put up Along with the manager And that's it But Scottish Cup final week Everybody's involved Usually You go away To a different base You know I I think I've seen Hearts train At St Andrews perhaps Um, There's there's media there all week the, the media duties get split Like you say Across the board Players who don't normally speak to the media Get a chance um, You speak to different outlets Guys that you've not spoke to before um, And it's just a different feel to it You know Then obviously you get your family um, Who are Desperate for tickets The request you get is incredible You can't satisfy everybody But it's still an exciting time So um, I think You just take it all in I think come Friday Thursday night, Friday, you're desperate then to to go on that pitch. That's the hours that do drag in. But the Monday to Thursday night, Friday, you take it on. It's something to remember because it's a unique occasion. Celtic players are obviously used to it, but again, it's a unique thing that they've done it three years in a row. But for Hearts, they've been there since 2012. These Hearts players, it's a new thing for most of them. So 
uh, my advice would be just drink it all in but come Friday night the nerves are going no doubt about that and Gordon Dale we're seeing the two sides of footballing pressure over the next couple of days from a Celtic perspective it's it's about that, that sort of glory making history and, and going for things at that end of the spectrum Whereas for St Mirren and Dundee United It's about the, mm-hmm. the, the dread If you like The dread of of losing those playoffs And what that can mean to the club And what it can mean financially And, and all the rest of it Yeah I think that's a big um, problem With clubs like St Mirren and Dundee United It's not just players that are playing for their livelihoods If clubs get down to championship Some of the people behind the scenes That have been there for years And being a massive part of the club Sometimes they lose their job Gorna it's very, very nervy times. I've been involved as a manager in one relegation, uh, sort of a playoff last day of the season against Party Thistle, which I was very fortunate to come out and talk. But let me tell you, from the Monday to the Saturday, it was the worst days of my life. Just thinking about, you know, letting players down, letting supporters down, letting guys round about the club, because I knew that if we get relegated, financially we would have had to cut back. So it is really nervy times. But once the players get out in the park tonight, the one thing, there's going to be a terrific atmosphere at um, Tannadice tonight. I think this has got to be two legs of good, good football. Once they get out there, the referee blows a whistle, you get concentrating the game. It's the same with the cup final. I was very fortunate. Uh, I was involved in two Scottish cup finals. Great 100% record, lost both of them. Um, <laughs> but, but, but the build up, as Matt was said, was brilliant. The Saturday was a bit of write off for me. Uh, but uh, all starts tonight. We've got really an interesting few days to come. And just as I peer over the top of my computer yeah. screen, you appear to be uh, showing off a new accessory tonight. You, what, what's that stuff? You're talking about my Hugo Boss jumper? No, no, just above that. It's my medals I've received from uh, Walter at the Airborne Forces in Cumbernauld. And I would just like to thank Walter for coming in and giving me my medals. I'm wearing them proudly. Um, so hold on, after the skydive, you've now been in- inducted yeah. in some sort of airborne <coughs> regiment. Gordon, I've been up every morning early waiting for that letter come through the post from the Queen. I'd like to say also to Walter, uh, thank you very much because he kindly donated money to Cash for Kids. Absolutely brilliant But I wear these medals With great pride Well done 01419511025 Come on let's talk Scottish Cup final The build up is well and truly on Get your predictions in Get your team lineup suggestions Who should play Who shouldn't play How are the nerves With a couple of days to go 01419511025 Neil Lennon He's actually refusing To hype it up too much As they look for that treble Treble Hearts have been training At a camp in St Andrews But Lennon wanted to keep it Business as usual for Celtic I think it's dangerous To do that anyway you know, hype it up and make it out to be something that it's not. There's a lot, there's going to be hype around. Well, there's loads of hype surrounding the game anyway, but we can't get embroiled in that or take any notice of that. We have to play the game. We have to beat a very motivated, hungry Hearts team. Some of their players will be playing in the first cup final, might never get the opportunity to do that again, and they will be hungry for it as well. So we have to play the game and not the occasion. It's all on the day, and you could wake up. Uh, I don't know, not feeling right, or it could take you 20 minutes to get going, get a second wind, that type of stuff. But the experience that they've had, hopefully, will stand them in good stead. You know, they've been over the course and distance before in, in recent years, and, you know, that experience hopefully will bear them well. So there's been a good edge to the training this week. You know, we reminded them of uh, responsibilities going into this week and not being in a holiday mood. And I know that maybe some of them, it may be the last appearance, and they can't get caught up in the emotion of, of that either. They have a job to do, um, they have a game to play and a trophy to win, so the whole focus has to be on that and not about all the noise surrounding anything else. 
Get the calls in 01419511025 Mark so St Andrews is where hearts are based Neil Lennon He's just he's just keeping them here He's just trying to keep it <laughs> Business as normal Can you understand that And how does that Compare or contrast To, to what you did In yeah, build up to finals Well listen I had, I, had um, I experienced both sides of that um, With Celtic The first time I went with Celtic We actually I think we went to Glen Eagles For a day um, Had a bit of Downtime And then we actually Stayed at Mar Hall Which was out of the ordinary Because we stayed At a hotel in town Most weeks uh, And we won the cup that time Later down the line When Neil was in charge Yeah but just Normal game Stayed in the hotel So and that's, a, that's a Neil Lennon yeah, thing then I would think so um, Also had up with Dundee United That we went to certain places um, A couple of times And stayed away Different I've also read Gary Locke Saying that When they won 5-1 That they decided to stay And train At Tynecastle and he thought it was a mistake perhaps at the time Because I think Hibs went away to Edinburgh and trained for a, uh, Went away to Ireland and trained for a wee bit And he thought perhaps it was better taking the players out of the city But it worked for Hearts that day So it's very difficult to put your finger on The one thing I will say is Celtic have been successful in their last two visits uh, To Hamden Scottish Cup final day And they probably did it this way I didn't read anything about them going to a different hotel or anything. They treated it as business as usual. So why would you change it? That's that's my point about Neil Lennon. He, he doesn't have to change it. The players are used to that format. Gordon, in terms of team news, when it gets to this stage in the week, you start to get a feel for who's fit, who's not fit, who might be touch and go, and then you, you come up with you know, your scenarios in terms of starting a living and whatever. <coughs> Oliver Burke is a doubt with a knee injury. Scott Brown did not train today, mm-hmm. uh, but... Neil Lennon confident You know that he's He's fine To take part um, Trying not to word this Too disrespectfully But Oliver Burke Hasn't been in, in, in great form recently So I'm not sure That will cause Too much disruption No I would never imagine Especially after last weekend I know he obviously Limped off But in recent games He's been really poor Gordon um, I just think the boys Looked a bit uncomfortable Like you I don't want to be Too disrespectful But I was expecting A lot more from him um, I think there's probably one position up for grabs And that being the wide left area for me right, Hold your thoughts on that then Because John's got his starting 11 I think And you can compare it And we can chat through the possibilities John who plays for you at the weekend? How are you doing guys? Right gone Matt Gone hey, hey, well, I would go I would go Dean Lustig Ayer uh, Semenovic Tierney Brown McGregor Forrest Edward Rogic and I honestly, I know maybe it's a big shout, Gordon, but I would throw that young boy Dumbelli in because he'll play with no fear. I know maybe he's only sixteen, but if he's good enough, you're old enough. No, I, I, I can understand that the Celtic fans are so excited about this young kid because he's going to be a terrific talent. I'm like the rest of us; we all watched him last week, forty-five minutes. He come on and he lit up the game. I thought he was brilliant, great to watch. But Celtic are going for a treble, treble here. The lads had 45 minutes of first-team football. I don't think this is a day for them. Now, there's a big argument to say that if Burke is missing, would the lad make the bench? Um, that's another question. But to start him, I don't think there's any chance that Neil Lennon will put him in. I mean, John, if you're going on Saturday's evidence, do you not start Mikey Johnson before him? See, I, I, maybe I seem a bit harsh here, but I think that boy... Uh, all right, uh, he's a great player, and same as Young Henderson, right? But I think he's had a couple of chances against Rangers, and he, all right, I know the first game he was maybe played out of position, but then a couple of weeks ago he, he, he was close to missing against them. 
to me, these are the games that these guys have got to do it in. Know what I mean? To be but fair, Johnny, he point. played a, he played right wing back for thirty minutes. I mean, that was I think that was out of sorts for him against Rangers as well. Um, eventually, when he did get changed to to a more natural position out in the left, I think the game was slipping away from Celtic at that time, and he found it difficult again. But it, you can't argue with his contribution last week. I'm I'm with Gordon here that. If you're going in last week, Dembele, hugely exciting as he was when he came on, you'd probably have to favour Mikey Johnson for what he I've, contributed. I think as well, Mark, you, you said about being left wing back. Yes, he had his opportunity to Ibrox. He played centre forward, Gordon. He looked completely lost there. I think the team picks itself apart from the left-hand side, right? And you've got, like, say, can Mikey Johnson, Johnny Hayes, for instance, Scott Sinclair. Now, my personal opinion, and I'll divide Celtic support right here now, on a big game like this, you get the most experienced guy who knows how to do it. And I think Scott Sinclair is a guy that would get in Saturday for me. I know people can disagree with that, but the amount of oh, goals he scored I mean. yeah, over three seasons, the amount of goals, he's, a, he's played in the big games, he knows what it's all about. It's a, a one-off game on Saturday. I think you've got to go where you're experienced. And I think Scott Sinclair would be the guy for me. I, I agree with you, God. I just I was thinking, you know what I mean? That, that's me, boy. Obviously, he's only a lad. He's got no fear. He'll go and play with no fear, you know what I mean? And I think he's, he's got that. He seems a hard to be character, too, you know what I mean? He's took a few hefty ones on Saturday, you know what I mean? And the, the problem, the the the, pro, the flip side of that is, John, if, if you did play him, if Neil did pitch him in and the game did swamp him and he got a bit overrun, what would that do for his development? You know, on, the, on one of the biggest occasions in Celtic's recent history. And if the game didn't go particularly well Or the way anybody asked What would that do for his development You know It would be a tough one for him to recover Aye but I think he's a, he's a cocky wee guy He's confident enough man I think he's I mean but I know you're coming for me Yep Gordon Dale can I have one more point Yeah yeah John By the way I honestly googled all this And none of the guys We can I can't believe that you didn't get any Scotland caps, my man. Come on, come on. I can believe that. Let's move on. No, forget it. No chance. I'm got it. You get one. I'm going to cut John off for that. I suppose the thing about if you're in the if you're in the right if you're in the mindset of holding Mikey Johnson's performances at Ibrox against them, if that's what you're basing on, how many Celtic players got pass marks on those days? You're totally right, Gordon. I mean. He's played there twice And twice he's been played out of position You know Albeit at the same time for 30 minutes But like I say The game may have been run away from him But I think when he's played In his natural position He looks a player You know, He looks a real player He scores a couple And I even going back to when he was He was playing against Dundee at Celtic Park We run a games that he had He looked decent And with Daz in this one about Scott Sinclair I think it should be Scott Sinclair However the fact that Neil Lennon's not played him in many of the big games previously suggests that he probably wouldn't start. Well, let's hear again from Neil Lennon. His current deal, as you well know, uh, ends after Saturday's final, but he says that's irrelevant. It's nothing to do with my future. This game's about them and what they can achieve and, first of all, winning a trophy, which is important, and what comes after that then. But everyone's talking about Celtic. You know, there's another team involved in this and I'm very mindful of that, that... Uh, Anything can happen on the day And we have to get a preparation spot on Probably 
Partly down to the social media age and, and all the rest of it But the rumour mill on this one has been unbelievable People are convinced it's Davy Moyes They're convinced it's Rafa Benitez Rumours that there is uh, an event of some sort happening at Celtic Park on, on Monday And it must be the unveiling of a new manager People are desperate to, to see this reach some sort of conclusion One way or the other And we're getting closer, you would have to I, imagine I, th- I think Monday, we'll know by first thing Monday morning if you're asking for opinions, and it is only an opinion, and I've said many a time on this show since Neil Lennon walked into the job, I'd be delighted for Neil Lennon if he got the Celtic job. I think he's capable of doing it. Uh, yes, he's come under a little bit of what you probably call unfair criticism about the style and everything. Very hard to follow an act like Brendan Rodgers. And I've watched Celtic when Brendan Rodgers was in charge, and sometimes they were dreadful, but they knew how to win. And that was the same with Neil. He got them over a line. He's in the final against Hearts. I think it'd be very unfair that if his future was decided on Saturday, as in, yeah, if you go and beat Hearts, you cement the job. If you don't, then we're looking. I think Celtic have got their manager picked, right? And I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to be Neil, unfortunately. Okay, let me tell you about this before we move on. Finish the season with a win on Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrokes. Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket. Please gamble responsibly. Now, as you know, the Scottish Cup final is the showpiece event of the Scottish football calendar and we've got a prize for you to match. Make sure you're listening on Saturday's Clyde One Super Scoreboard because we're teaming up with Ladbrokes.com to make you a big winner ahead of the new campaign. Now, if you tune in on Scottish Cup final day, we'll have your chance to win hospitality for four people at an old firm game of your choice next season. You're not able to go, Gordon, but I bet you wish you could. Well, I'll bet the game covering it for Super Scoreboard. I won't be in hospitality. How about that wee cold pie you get at half time? That's that's not going to compare to no, what's on offer no, here. So no. anyway, listen. I might nip in and see them after. Listen it. on Saturday's <laughs> Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrokes.com. Your chance to win hospitality for four people, an old firm game of your choice next season. 01419511025 to get in touch tonight, and we'll hear from Craig Levine next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call on the line, usual number 01419511025. On Twitter, we are at Clyde SSB. Uh, on the subject of Dembele, Chris McIntyre says, Guys, your own DJ scored the winner at 16 in the 71 League Cup final. What's the difference? Uh, probably about two foot <laughs> um, Pat Gillen says I'd like to wish St Mirren all the best in the playoffs tonight But as a Morton fan I can't We need our four derby games back I'm in Tunisia right now on holiday Just added that in just to rub it in uh, Gazzarino he's got his suggestions for the team lineup on Saturday He's got the, the usual one if you like The predictable one But he's got Mikey Johnson in there He's got no place certainly from the start for Karamoko Dembele What else have we got Right 01419511025 On the phone So uh, Give us a call Let us know what is on your mind This evening Let's hear from Craig Levine uh, Hearts fans we, we tried last night We want you to come on And put your case forward Everybody is writing you off We got one Hearts fan Who came on Did his best So let's hear more from you Let us know if it can be done Craig Levine says Hearts aren't thinking about Celtic's treble treble Because they've got ambitions of their own Uh, He also says Hearts are going in the right direction And I believe they should be aiming for more visits to Hamden In the coming seasons 
these opportunities come around very rarely unless you're with, you know, well, probably two Glasgow clubs then who are regularly in finals. And that's why I admire, you know, people like Derek McInnes at Aberdeen who has managed to get his team competing at a very high level, European games, cup finals, cup semi-finals. And I think that's a place where I feel we're getting to. Um, I feel our team's improving. But I want to be sitting here a couple of times a season, at least, if possible. How do you approach this game to be the team that stops Celtic's domestic dominance and that treble treble? We're going for the single-single. <laughs> it's just as important to us. Eh? We've got recent history of beating Celtic. And I feel the preparation for the game, particularly the last two or three weeks, has gone extremely well. Getting those players back makes me feel better. You know, the proof will be in the pudding, of course, but you know, we, we can beat Celtic, we've proven that. Uh, we've got a big a big occasion in us, I'm certain of that. It's just about all bringing our A game at the right time and possibly you know, having a little bit of rub of the green as well. That'll be needed. Come on, build the case, Hearts fans. You must, there must be somebody out there with a bit of optimism. You can't be writing this one off. 01419511025. Uh, keep all your other thoughts coming in in terms of team selection. Who should play? Who shouldn't play? How do you see the game panning out? What does it mean for Neil Lennon? All of the subplots. Gordon, form some people say goes out the window at a Scottish Cup final. Hearts have to hope that's the case because in the last eight games, they have won one. It was against Inverness. Mm-hmm. They've drawn one and they've lost the other six. Uh, granted, of course, they were against top half opposition because they, after the split, but they have to hope for them goes out the window. Yeah, and what worries me is the fact that the Hearts manager said that they're going the right way. Results say that they're not, but I do agree with them. Um, they've got an important game as well and a great opportunity to win it, Gordon. There's no gimmies in football. Yes, Celtic will get in strong favourites. Of that, there's no doubt, but there's no gimmies. Something could happen... You know, a sending off, a decision that goes against you. It's a cup final. The atmosphere will be incredible. You just don't know on the day. But it will need something dramatic, in my opinion, for Hearts to win it. Because every time I've watched Hearts, I would know how to play against them all day long. They're a long ball team. They just get the ball no matter what position they part they're in. They lump it up the front line. They hope that they can win it and then pick up second balls. I think that's easy to play against. And I think with the size of Hamden and the players that Celtic have got, if the two of them keep 11 v 11 on the pitch and play their capabilities, only one winner. So it's a huge thing that how Craig Levine sets his team up because we've said it numerous times in this show. You see it all the time when you see him at Ibrox and Celtic Park that he just sits in and defends. So it's going to be huge how he, he sets his team up. Now, Celtic Park. On, on Sunday I thought his team did press A wee bit more Than, a than they usually higher. do A wee yeah. bit higher yeah. And they got their rewards mm-hmm. With a goal But I suppose it's easy Doing that in the last game of the season Where there's nothing to play for When it's that pressure environment That we've seen At the likes of Murrayfield Earlier on the season Where he did okay For 45 minutes And kind of held Celtic But once Celtic got that breakthrough Hearts didn't have an answer So you wonder if Craig Levine Will think this time round why don't we just have a go? Why don't we just try and get at Celtic? I think it'll be the same tactics with Piazza in the long ball, but in terms of pressing, surely they've got to try and press Celtic higher up the park than they usually do to have any chance of success. I just think he's frightened, Mark. To, uh, as you say, on Sunday it was completely different. There was nine changes. He had young kids in there, and well done to him for giving them the opportunity. And it's very easy to say, right, let's go and press Celtic very high. You do that at Hamden. And it doesn't come off Celtic will rip you apart 
They'll just they'll play through you, no problem. I think that Hearts will make it very difficult for Celtic. If Hearts have got any chance, any chance at all, they have got to get the first goal. Because if Celtic get it, like what happened at Pataudry, on that day when Aberdeen were on top of them, and you're thinking, oh, this could be an Aberdeen victory this afternoon, Celtic all of a sudden got that goal, and it was just a completely different Celtic team. Pressure right off them, played their football, and ended up comfortable winners. I think that'll be the same pattern on Saturday. I mean, Mark Wilson... I appreciate this is a bit flimsy You can't just pick an ex- any example of a, of a shock And say Oh there you go that, that proves it can happen And therefore it might happen this weekend But I mean you, you've been involved in them That yeah. You know Celtic yeah. are, And when Rangers get there no, They go into them all As, as overwhelming favourites Of course and Sometimes it goes wrong Roger made an interesting point though <clears throat> Not so often in the final our shocks recently have been semi-finals mostly well the one that sticks in my mind is the the League Cup with Kilmarnock where um, we went there you know huge favourites um, I was I was out injured I was in the stand but still you're thinking we're going to run over the top of Kelly didn't work mm-hmm. out that way you know they get the goal and it's it's hard to get back in the game all of a sudden there's <laughs> There's You know panic Are you laughing, you laughing at <laughs> It's not meant to be a funny story No No he's telling the story But he had to get the line in I was injured I was the sm- <laughs> Nothing to do with me boys In fact we've just had A flood of tweets in Saying it would have been different If Wilson was available <laughs> Exactly Exactly So It would have been 3-0 uh, to, <laughs> to be fair It doesn't always go to plan That That is spot on Listen if Hearts get the first goal Then of course Celtic had experience in situations like that and, and can and can pull it back. But a wee bit of panic sets in. You know, that wee bit of fear that disappointment is just round the corner here. Things become a wee bit more desperate in in your quest for a goal. And you kind of rail Celtic if you do that. But I mean, has, if Hearts don't get the first goal Then I can't see any way back into it. Well, me. Ross is a Hearts fan in East Kilbride. Are you oh. on to put these two right, Ross? Or are you in agreement with them? No, I'm not in agreement with them because Good. it's a cup final and anything can happen. I said this last week, but your um, man, Mark Greedy, Celtic fan, obviously, um, had pulled it off and said that, um, no, it's a 5% chance. That's what he said last week. Let's just be clear, Ross, though. You are, you are allowed to think Celtic will win the game without being a Celtic fan. So, yeah, Celtic are favourites. Absolutely. They're 3-1 to one on to win it, according to the bookies, yeah. I put my money on Hearts. I'm a Hearts fan, and I'm putting my money on Hearts. They have to win it some way. They have to do it some way. We've beaten Celtic before. We beat them four 0 in a game that I never expected them to beat, mm-hmm. and I beat, we beat them in their unbeatables. Yep. We beat them four 0 that day. Never, I went to that game. Never expected to win that game, but we beat them four 0 I was surprised as anyone else. I think I think well, you're I think happen. you're right, Ross. Of course it can happen. We said that. Of course it can happen. It's a one off, it's a cup final, it's a nervy day for both teams because Hearts would be desperate to get a bit of silverware. Celtic are going for that prize and it does nerves do kick in. Of course they do. Not just with players, but supporters will be nervous as well watching it. Um but I just can't unless something dramatic happens. Then I just can't see where Hearts are going to win the game. I think they're missing a right few key, uh, key players, Gordon. Uh, you know, they the lost uh, the boy Lee. Naismith yeah. was a big player for him as well. Yeah, yeah, you middle, know, my big Hearts problem struggling. or my big worry for Hearts is that Ross is right when they beat Celtic 4 0. You know, didn't see that coming, but they did. When they beat them earlier in the season, you know, again, 
might have now seen it come, but they did. But at Tynecastle, on that small tight pitch where the fans are right on top of you, when they go to Celtic Park, they've been ripped apart. And I know the scoreline was only 2-1 on Sunday, but still, Murrayfield held them for 45. But if you remember the second half in that big park, it could have been 6 or 7 that day. My worry for Hearts is the big pitch in Hamden Mm. Will, will be their downfall As well as Celtic mm. You know If Celtic play their potential With a big pitch Then You know I can't see Hearts getting it right, What has to be the game plan then Ross Because that day when you, you did You beat Celtic so convincingly In the 4-0 game It was all about Getting in their faces And not giving them any time Can that Can that be replicated On a pitch the size of Hamden? Of course we can We need to work on the day Everyone needs to work To win any cup on the day So Certainly you need a game plan And if there's a, the game plan Doesn't work straight away then you have to change the game plan. So if he's got it down, I'll, I'll give you this. He's, yeah, our form's out the window because um, since the Hibs game, we've not, not we've not done anything. But what we have done is we've rested players along the way of five games that we didn't need to win. We needed to focus on the cup final, and that's what he did. You don't need to win. You don't need to have form running into a cup final. If I boys no, no, for a cup final, then there's no point in going. Yeah, I, I love the way you're making every excuse you can for your team And well done to you Give you an hour, five minutes You'll be down at Hamden growing the grass <laughs> Hoping that works as well Because I think that's Craig Levine's tactics at Tynecastle one time That upset Celtic Because you want to stop well, their play I'll be back play. on next week to tell you off, Gordon if that, <laughs> I'll be in Spain, mate, okay. a phone <laughs> Let's see if you come on the phone and, you, and, and you're not there next week Ross, I'll be on the Ross, phone. it doesn't matter to me who wins a cup final I'm just hoping it's an enjoyable game and if you win it, I will give us a call back. Yeah, Pro- prove I'll them phone wrong, you, Ross. Ross. Yeah, we'll take your number down. Thank you very much, Ross in East Kilbride. Craig Levine says the poor form going into the final doesn't make a difference. He's in agreement with Ross. He says there have been promising signs over the season. They can beat Celtic. He also says he's gone out his way to make this week feel like a big occasion for the players. We've had some really good performances sporadically throughout the season. There's one thing that frustrated me in, in our league form, but it actually gives me some hope in this situation because I don't feel that our run of form has any bearing whatsoever on what we will do on Saturday. It sounds a bit counterintuitive, but it gives me a great hope that, that as we've beaten Celtic already, we can do it again. Having players available that I know are going to be available makes me feel good as well. So, but mate, we made a, a conscious decision to make this a special week. The hence going up to uh, St Andrews will change their working week um, to make it feel again that it's a big occasion. Uh, we have recent experience of playing at Hamden and winning. We have players who played international football. We have other players, like Stephen Naismith, who won't play, but he, he came with us the, to the semi-final and he'll do the same thing. To just to bring that knowledge to help to share the, the knowledge with the younger players in particular. The whole week's gone really, really well. And I said right at the beginning, the proof's in the pudding, of course, but I feel excited about where we are at this minute in time and what we're capable of doing on the weekend. I like the contrast in styles. Celtic going as favourites. Neil Lennon's playing it down. He says it's just like every other week. We're not going to take them away. Craig Levine on the other hand They go into his underdogs He wants to make it as special a week as possible Hearts have gone away I like that I like to see the, the, the very yeah, different and, preparations and, and perhaps it's because Week in week out Gordon for the last 6-7 weeks Whatever Craig Levine's done The running the mill stuff Hasn't worked They've lost or they've drawn Every game So perhaps Build it up Make it special as you can You know Let them see what a spectacle this is And perhaps You just get that wee bit more Out your players on Cup final day I always, I must admit I always enjoyed Going away My time at Dundee United And whatever Going away to different hotels Different environment 
And, and Neil said it in his interview This could be the first and last time For some of these Hearts players To have ever experienced it So it'll be something they remember mm. All their lives The Celtic players Done it over a number of years Scott's in Dumbarton Hi Scott Hello Hi Scott What's on your mind tonight? Well what's on my mind is uh, I think Hearts will up against it On Saturday Because uh, Not only against a superior team But um, I was going to say 50-50 uh, referee decision, but I think it was against 60-40 because uh, the SFA Peter Celtic and uh, Peter, I was going to say Peter Lyle, uh, sorry, Peter, Peter Lawwell. Um, Scott, come on, just be careful, will you? I don't mind a bit of banter, but just just keep it keep it polite, keep it fair. No, I never swore. I just said, um, I really feel that uh, Hearts won't get it. A 50 50 decision. That's my point. <laughs> well, constructive uh, one. Uh, so you're saying that they won't get a 50 50 decision with the referee? Is that what you're Yeah, I think ultimately something no, like that. Uh, no, nah, Scott, you're talking absolute nonsense. You've got a referee, an experienced one that's uh, probably his, his last game, yeah? He's retiring, Craig Thompson. And, uh, no, he's come. not doing the final. Is he not? I thought he was doing the final. Willie Quilly. Well, it's Willie. Well, he's he's in his best final. Sorry, I, I've not seen him in the gym, but you've got an experienced referee. They will handle the occasion Will handle the game Very very well And I hope the talking points Is not about 50-50 decisions What Hearts get Celtic get It's about a terrific mm. cup final And we'll be talking about that On Monday Gordon So No Scott I think you're barking up The wrong tree there Great Thanks for the input Scott That was great 01419511025 We'll take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results Every week Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Are here So get in touch on the phones Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's go straight back And by the way Still keen to hear from you St Mirren fans Making the journey to Dundee Because I'm sure it'll be a nervy one uh, So let's know what's on your mind David's in Wisher Hi David Hi Gordon Hi Mark Hi David I'll tell you the my point is, I've been listening to the programme all week, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's regarding the, 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 the cup final on Saturday. Now, everybody thinks that Hearts is well out of this and Celtic are more superior. Number one, Craig Levine is getting this underdogs. He's got, not, he's got nothing to lose, so they're going to be, they're going to be well, well up for this. Whereas Celtic, now Celtic has played Rangers twice. The, the, not the last game, the game before that... Uh, Celtic never turned up They were terrible But the last time They played Rangers They were not there I've never seen Celtic Plays bad in all my life And they were bad now The same thing happens again On Saturday Celtic Will be in trouble They will be in trouble Now If the Just for talk to If the game was played At Tannadice uh, in, in Edinburgh Right Tancastle Edinburgh Right Celtic always Was bothered there Celtic Hearts always seem to be More superior but I think I think we're in for a very very tight game on Saturday. If Celtic get the first goal, fair enough, okay. But if Hearts play play get at Celtic straight on, I I think it'll be I think it'll be a tight game. That's that, that's my opinion. This question of of pressure, Mark Wilson, because there are various ways to lose a football game or not. Sometimes you just don't play well, as simple as that, or it, or it can be luck or whatever. On those occasions. In your time where, where it perhaps didn't quite go to plan at hand and Did you ever feel that it, that it was because of pressure Were there ever ones that you looked back on And thought it, it got the better of us Not really No because there's always huge pressure uh, You've heard it numerous times From numerous Celtic and Rangers players Saying the pressure when you, you turn out for the club 
is huge. I mean, any game, any final, any semi-final, any final you're going into is huge. So it'll be no different for these guys uh, who have been over the course and done it. Um, listen, David's right in terms of complacency. There can't be any complacency uh, from Celtic's part now. He's totally right when when they haven't been on the ball uh, against Rangers, they've been punished. Now they they can't be in that same mind frame. Come come Saturday, they need to be firing all cylinders. And in the first 45 minutes Because if you're not at it In the first 45 minutes You give Hearts a wee sniff Or something You get that crowd You know And, and the Hearts end Yeah oh, the Celtic uh, well, fans restless The Celtic yeah. fans restless But you give that lift To the Hearts fans And they start sniffing That they can get something That's when you find yourself In trouble If Celtic turn up On the day With their big players Tierney Not 100% fit But still on the side James Forrest Player of the year Firing in all cylinders then it should be a simple afternoon. But David's right, if there's any sort of complacency, then it could be a tricky one. I mean, check this tweet from Lee Gordon at Clyde SSB. He says, I'm really not buying that Celtic are overwhelming favourites. They've been shocking under Neil Lennon, except Aberdeen. Uh, and they haven't exactly run away with it against Hearts this season. Yeah, you talk about pressure. What a fantastic pressure to have if you're a Celtic player, Gordon. Going for another treble. Um, if that doesn't spur you, I don't even think Neil Lennon will have to... Have a team talk Just get the team Get out there and say Look Go and make this Go and, go and put yourself In the history books here And that's That's all the incentive They need I'm with Mark If Celtic turn up To this game And I'm not being Disrespectful to Hearts They will try and play Their part in it I just think With the quality That they've got All over the pitch And with what's at stake It'd be too much For Hearts But For Hearts to have any chance They've got to get The first goal And put Real pressure on Celtic then and ask a question. But if Celtic get the first goal, they've got too many big game players. You know, if Tom Rogic plays, how many times have we seen him lighten up a final? McGregor, uh, Forrest, Edward can do it. Scott Brown's in the middle of the, the part there. It's a boost at Tierney. I don't know how long he'll last because I watched him at Pataudry. And when he came out after half time, obviously the boy was really suffering, had to come off. But it's a big boost that could, no matter how many minutes they get out of him, I just think they've, on the day, with that atmosphere, they'll have too much for hearts. I mean, David, with the likes of Kieran Tierney, James Forrest, they've been wrapped in cotton wool for the last two games. I take it there's no, no concerns about them. You feel like they can come back in and just hit the ground running, or might there be a bit of rustiness there? I, th- I think so. Now, if, if Celtic would have beat Rangers, uh, maybe one nothing or 2 nothing. But on the way they played I would be saying Celtic's going to get this cup with no bother But I'm sceptical on this now I'm going to get shot down with my friends I know that They'll probably be listening to this <laughs> But I'm, I'll come back on the phone I'll come back on the phone On Monday or Tuesday I've got a sneaky feeling We're in for a wee bit of a fright And that's Being honest now, I've been a Celtic board for four years And I've watched Celtic And I watched Neil Lennon When Celtic were getting beat And Neil Lennon didn't flinch now, I know he's trying to. I know he's changed because he's took over uh, as a new manager with Celtic and that. But Neil Lennon didn't flinch. He knew there was something wrong there. And I looked at him and I, and I, I said to my family, Neil Lennon's not budget, and he stood with his arms folded at the touchline, and he watched Celtic, and he knew Celtic was in trouble. And that's not like Neil Lennon, you know what I mean? But if they were one that, that day with Rangers, and I said no problem, they'll get there. But I think I, I think we're going to be we be afraid if if we're not. I'll come back on the phone and apologise to all the supporters. I think I think I it's think opposite, David. I think it's opposite. See if they'd have won against Rangers, 
It could have been a case of going in there blase thinking We've just got to win this cup final they Yeah but how know, often have Celtic done that yeah, in recent seasons You're but, used to them winning and going into games in yeah, particularly but, but good I form th- But I think that they know that as David said They cannot get in and play a cup final And think they're just going to turn up and be below par And because they're, they're the best team in Scotland They'll get them through They will definitely have to perform on the day But I just think for what's at stake for them I think every player will just have that extra half yard on Saturday. You with the the atmosphere mm-hmm. and everything, the excitement and getting that treble treble. I just think it'll be too much. Thanks to David and Wisher. Callum's a Hearts fan in Beath. How do you see it going, Callum? I think you you've hit hit the nail on the head. If Celtic do turn up, then then Hearts are in trouble. And anytime me and my dad watch watch the Hearts. Playing against Celtic or Rangers, we do have that fear when the first goal goes in that is for the old firm. Then Hearts are going to struggle, but I, I, I'm not not too nervous about Saturday at all. I think there's been plenty of people now raise the fact that Hearts are a long ball team. I don't have any issue with that at all. Um, you seen a few weeks ago when Rangers turned us over in the first half at Tynecastle, so it was it was Hearts trying to play through the midfield, which. I don't think we should be doing on, on Saturday. If, if we turn up and just lump the ball up to Uchi, I'll be absolutely fine with that. The one question I would ask is, I think it was yourself, Mark, you said when a team like Hearts plays long ball, it's easy to play against. You can figure it out. I, I don't think that's quite true when you're playing against someone the size of Big Ick Piazu. No, no, it's me, Calm. To be fair, he is a handful at times, and I've got to say something about the boy every time I've watched him. He works his socks off, he really does. He puts a real shift in. But I don't think that Hearts have got the middle of the park that can go and support that long ball up. And I think if you're playing against a, a back four of Celtic, and especially with the, the height of the two centre-backs, I think mm. they'll be quite happy with that battle. I really do. I think they'll be quite happy with that battle. And if they win that battle, you would expect Brown and the quality of McGregor to be picking up the balls and going and starting attacks and, and giving Hearts trouble. I don't think the long ball will work for Hearts. Where I think Hearts' best opportunity to get the first goal on Saturday will be from a set play. But Callum's right, Mark, in particular that game against Rangers. Hearts were architects of their own downfall yeah. because they tried to play through the middle of the mm-hmm. park, got caught out time after time. Um, so rather yeah. than using it as a criticism, I suppose it's just about just finding a way. Yeah. It's a cup final. No one cares how ugly it is. Though. I, I think Callum's right in that respect. You know, they were they were undone by sloppy passing and, and people in the midfield not taking the ball in the correct positions and, and not having the ability to, to deal with it. Now, if you've not got that as midfielders, Craig Levine's right, Callum's right, then you play up to Piazza. But Daz is also right. You need somebody to run off him. That's how Stephen Naismith mm-hmm. is a huge loss because he's clever enough to pick up wee holes, to run in behind, know when to drop off and, and take it off at Piazza's chest. They don't have that. Now, that's the worry for Hearts, and it showed against Rangers as well. Not got that that dynamic midfielder to break the lines, and it was all too a bit, e- uh, a bit too easy to defend against. So that's what Daz was meaning by it's a bit predictable and easy to defend against. If they had a midfielder who darted in behind, like Paul Hartley used to do in, in the days, then it's a slightly different option, but... I don't think they've got that on their side come Saturday. Uh, Callum, I suppose at the other end, though, you're talking about Ike Piazzu. You never know. Sometimes in these games, you're relying on the goalkeeper to have the game of his life. You're relying on Christoph Berra to throw his 
body in front of everything John Souter to, to do what he can Who will be the main men for for your team at the weekend? I've got absolutely no worries about the Hearts defence at all I think everyone knows that Hearts are pretty solid in defence Christoph Berra for me is a complete side point But why he's not been in the Scotland squad for the last year or so I don't understand um, So I've got no issues with the Hearts defence at all John Souter as well his his distribution in the semi-final was absolutely outstanding. I, I don't know if he was actually a player who who bene- benefited from being away from Tynecastle and on a bigger pitch. Um, the one thing I would say, and it probably frustrates a lot of Hearts fans, in terms of that that player that's getting up and supporting the attack, it should be Arno Zoom. He's, he's a very good player. He, he plays at a high level. He, he was a starter for Cameroon when they won the... The African Cup of Nations, but for one reason or another, he just he only shows up every now and then. Um, but he was an A player along with Jake Mulraney, who was very good in the semi final. So getting a wee bit of extra space in the Hamden pitch for players like Mulraney, I, I think that could actually do Hearts a turn. It's, it's just it's just putting it all together on the day now. Yeah, Callum called that well with with Jim. You remember there were times yes. in his early Hearts career where you thought, well, what a player he is, but yeah. you just don't you just don't see it often enough. At I the think moment. he's a very good player, but you're you're totally right. Callum's totally right. Also, that you know he doesn't show up week in week out. He's right with Moreno. though he's the one who has severe pace to trouble and the showed at the weekend. If he gets a sniff, good he, goal. He oh, he'll finish. finish. So if Lustig's playing and Moreno's up against him, that could be a problem area for Celtic. Pundit. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Big thank you to Callum, the Hearts fan in Beef. Glasgow really is the place to be for sport this Saturday. I mean, I know it's the place to be all the time, but in particular, not only the Scottish Cup final at Hamden, just along the road at Celtic Park is the Guinness Pro 14 rugby final between Glasgow Warriors and Leinster Now you could be there Simply by coming on And playing Beat the Pundit You don't even need to get Any questions right Just like Gordon does most weeks Just for getting through You will get yourself A pair of tickets to the rugby Between Glasgow Warriors And Leinster Give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 Take on Mark Wilson Or Gordon DL Win yourself a signed ball Get the rugby tickets And enjoy the rest of your weekend The lines close at 7 So be quick Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. We're building up to the big playoff game tonight between Dundee United and St Mirren. We're going to speak to a St Mirren fan on the line. Of course, there's still time to talk Scottish Cup final if you want. Uh, but let's do this first. This is important. The Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the Pundit time Gordon DL is on a season-ending run Of two wins in his last six Mark Wilson That's horrendous no, no And he had, the cheek, he had the cheek to say That he thinks he's got the better of you In the head-to-head this oh, season oh, do, By the way, For remember sure. We had a wee agreement at the start of season I'll tell you, you what yeah, Canadian Bob in there. If he ca- <laughs> that's if he- producer Andy for anyone who's wondering. <laughs> if he counts it up, he will know that I'm winning. Two out of six would probably get me the Dundee job just now. No chance. I think Mark Wilson has taken ah, you to the cleaners no this chance. season. No Thanks, Gordon. Two out of six. Think about it. That's relegation form. Mm. Yeah, but a Tuesday I'm no good. Thursday it I just matter. I come it's, alive it's, on a Thursday. Per, come alive. It's how many points per head performance? Head. head to head. I on a Thursday. No. Not any do it. The deal was dinner. Dinner and golf Yes Thanks. Only. No It's Fun. overall 
It's not over. It's Aldeside. Uh, anyway, whoever gets through tonight doesn't only get the chance to win a sign ball and the bragging rights, they get tickets to the rugby this weekend as well. That man is Gavin from Govan. How are you, Gavin? How you doing, mate? Good stuff. Are you a rugby fan, Gavin, or will you just be a popular friend or relative as you pass these on to someone who is? No, hopefully I'll be watching the treble treble at Hamden, so... I'll be passing them on Well that's You still might be able to make it It's not far Gordon is it nah, 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 I'm going right after a cup final Are you going yeah, are you yeah, going, going to the rugby yeah. yeah the Guinness Pro 14 <laughs> final Anyway well Gavin If you make it along Hope you love it And if you don't And you pass the tickets on Hope someone loves it On your behalf Let's play beat the pundit Head you're up against Mark Wilson Tails you're up against Gordon 2 of 6DL And it's heads Mark oh. Wilson Up against Gavin in Govan, so I'm just going to give Gavin. Mark some Clyde two in his ear, <laughs> and that way he can't be uh, he can't be caught cheating, Gavin. So you've got 30 seconds head to head with Mark. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit, Gavin. Are you ready? Yeah. Who's been named Ladbrokes Premiership Player of the Season? James Forrest. Who's the current manager of Livingston? Pass. What decade did Clyde last win a Scottish Cup? 60s. Brent Sancho and Kelvin Jack earned Trinidad and Tobago call-ups whilst at which Scottish club? Dundee. Who's been appointed Motherwell's new under-18s coach? Oh, I see that today. Oh, McFadden. Which, no. which Scottish referee's just announced he's retiring? Craig Thompson. Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, can you hear us? Yes. No I'm... pressure, but Gordon DL is desperate for you to lose here, just in case you didn't know. All right. Okay. Ready? Same right. set of questions. Yep. <laughs> Who's been named Ladbrokes Premiership Player of the Season? James Forrest Who is the current manager of Livingston? Gary Holt What decade did Clyde last win a Scottish Cup? The 40s Brent Sancho and Kelvin Jack both earned call-ups to Trinidad and Tobago whilst at which Scottish club? Hamilton Who's been appointed Motherwell's new under-18s coach? Darnaday Which Scottish referees just announced he's retiring? Craig Thompson What nationality is Hibs midfielder Vikintas Slivka? Slovakian And who did Rangers beat I've started the question Who did Rangers beat 1-0 in the 2003 Scottish Cup final Dundee Okay uh, What do you make of Mark Wilson's efforts Gavin Oh I'm out I'm actually I'm going to get pounded I'm just driving to work With my mate And we keep see every week I keep saying I'm going to go on this Because they're rotten <laughs> they, Especially after any day too man sick. Absolutely sick Let's find out It might not <laughs> be as bad as Then you get the Gary Bolt one Ah see even the pressure's on nah, Gavin. The pressure's, pressure's on, on. Uh, First one Easy one for you both Ladbrokes Premiership Player of the Season A, a clean sweep of the awards mm. For James Forrest uh, The manager of Livy Is Gary Holt So it's 2-1 to Mark Wilson What decade did Clyde Last win a Scottish Cup It was the 5th did you remember it Gordon? I went, I went 60s Did you? Yeah. Um, Gavin equalised Because mm. he knew That Brent Sancho And Kelvin Jack Earned Trinidad and Tobago Call-ups whilst at Dundee Oh I had that Was, they not uh, in your, was that not during your time At Dundee United? No No I don't think so Okay I'm was double checking I don't know I'm just, just thinking uh, So it's all level Going into question 5 Who's been appointed Motherwell's new Under-18s coach? It's Darren D. So Mark goes back in front Which Scottish referees Announced he's retiring It's Craig Thompson You both got it So Mark stays in front Gavin And you ran out of time Vikinta Slivka's oh, yes, Lithuanian Gavin. So uh, You were hopeless there anyway Slovakia. Um, And Rangers did beat Dundee 1-0 So you've got Yes Final one of the season Five for Mark Wilson Three for Gavin Who's on his way to work And he's going to get slaughtered For losing to the mushroom Gavin how does it feel? 
Oh, absolutely, old man. Old. <laughs> you deserve to be a laughter. Enjoy that, Gavin. Imagine going to work with that on your conscience. Oh, no, <laughs> it could have been worse. It could only have been worse if I get beat after God. Oh, so. no, I, I, I would have beat you as well, mate. Good man. That was Gavin in Govan, winner of not beat the pundit, but winner of the rugby tickets. The Guinness Pro 14 final at Celtic Park. Between the Warriors and Leinster this weekend Should be a fantastic occasion We'll give away another pair of tickets On tomorrow night's show Sound good? Yeah, looking forward to it I hope Gavin comes on next season That was as convincing a, a performance as I had there I was, I was feeling good I was in the zone oh, You didn't need me Gavin was all over no, the place but I think it's because I knew I had a, a a free dinner and free golf coming up Anyway, right, we're going to speak to a St Mirren fan on the line But let's quickly check in at Tanadice And get a, a flavour of what's going on And the team news with Dave Galloway Dave, massive game Oh yes, absolutely Gordon Good evening everyone The air is filled with excitement and anticipation Ahead of a huge match for both teams uh, Dundee United and St Mirren of course And a crowd of over 11,000 is expected For this Premiership final first leg. St Mirren were put out of the Scottish Cup by United back in February but boss Oren Kearney insists the Saints are a different animal now and in the best form of the season and they're determined you can bet to round off their campaign by staying in the top flight but United also look to be coming to the boil at just the right time and they did very well to dispose of Inverness Cali 4-0 on aggregate in the playoff semi. This is all the hallmarks of a really entertaining encounter can the buddies lay down a marker with a good result to set them up for Sunday's second leg showdown in Paisley? I can tell you St Mirren will line up with Ladkey in goals. Then it's Mackenzie, Baird, Popescu, Paul McGinn, Stephen McGinn, Flynn and Hodgson. McGinnis, McAllister and Cook substitutes Holmes, Ferdinand, Muzek, Erehon, uh, McPherson, Mullen and Nazon taking a look at the United team Seagrist in goals then the outfield players McMullen, So, Clark, Robson, Buhena, Reynolds, Watson, Harks, Pollitt and Connolly substitutes Laidlaw, Booth, Franz, Stanton, Safranco, Cami Smith and Matty Smith and your match referee the man in the middle here at Tanadice tonight is Bobby Madden Thank you very much to Dave Galloway We'll get the thoughts of Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale in just a second Let's speak to Paul who's a St Mirren fan on the line Paul, 40 odd minutes to go How are the nerves? Um, uh, very shaky Very shaky I would say Gordon um, uh, I think you probably hear that my voice um, So um, I have to admit that this morning I woke up and went Nah, Dundee's a long way away It's a school night for a wee man um, And then I realised it wasn't a school night So we're now in Dundee <laughs> <laughs> excuse, excuse straight out the window uh, Paul, right, you've, oh, you've just heard the, the team news On a serious note, nerves aside Are you feeling optimistic? How do you look ahead to the tie as a, as a whole? Um, do, do you know something? Do you know something? <laughs> My son's shouting not good But do you know something? I remember waking up in 1987 um, Before we played in the Scottish Cup final um, and got to remember that Dundee United to put Barcelona out um, in that one and going to my dad hey dad we can't beat a team we beat Barcelona um, and he went we must just believe so do you know something for, for about six months now some month fans have just been believing and we have now two games um, and, and, and that's all we've got to do we've just got to believe the night we've win win there you yeah, go right. Simple Win um, Paul the right that, idea Paul is it going back I, to The time when you were we When you said Dad we couldn't beat Barcelona It's your wee son Saying dad We can't beat a team That beat Inverness <laughs> Just believe me man <laughs> <laughs> Yeah 
Aye, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that's right, Gordon. Maybe that's right. But you know something? Um, hat off to, to some incredible St. Mon fans this season that I've just watched um, and came to a lot of games with a lot of last-minute winners. I think I came on the show when we beat Livingston when it was a downpour. I thought the arc was coming at one point. But um, but do you know something? Maybe that Ryan Flynn goal in the 91st minute, maybe uh, Kyle McGuinness's goal in about the, the, the 120th minute at Motherwell a few weeks ago, mm. maybe it's just destined. Maybe we're just, we're just okay. And you know something? Yeah, it's a rock and roll life when I sit months <laughs> I've never heard it described as that. I, I tell you what, looking at their team though, it looks like a, a fairly attacking side that Oren Kearney, you know, has, has put there. Yeah, it looks like perhaps it could be a three at the back. I don't know if he'll go four in midfield, uh, you know, with McGinn and, and Hodgson either side, but McGinnis, McAllister, and Cook up there, you know, finished the season fairly impressive, especially when you've seen it at the weekend, uh, the goals in the team. So. Looks like he's going to have a go. It's a huge occasion, Paul. When you look at that starting eleven, who are the, who are the guys you're hanging your hat on? Who's to be relied upon tonight? Well, well, he's a he's a local boy. He, he's he's been brilliant, I think, since he's come back up. I think Kel McAllister against Hamilton Academicals was, was incredible. Um, I think his attitude. Kel it, uh, no, <laughs> I think he's been brilliant for us. Um, I think Kel coming back as well. Kim again is coming back from injury. And do you know something? We, I don't think we were, I can remember the last time some one player scored a hat-trick so maybe Cody Cook just coming yeah. in at this time a bit of fresh impetus maybe that's what we've got the skipper I know comes on the show Big Top Bing McGinn so uh, and I think Top Bing's got a wee bit of bad praise with, with a couple of injuries but you know something he's a leader of men and, and sometimes in a night like this you need a leader of men and I think maybe maybe Stephen's going to step up the mark tonight and, and it will be a Top Bing and and we just believe and we just hope and we just pray and we 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 we'll, we'll do it and it might be about one o'clock in the morning when we get him. But hey, we listen. Just love if you win, it doesn't matter. The wee man, as you said, doesn't have school mm-hmm. tomorrow. There's no rush. Enjoy your night. Gordon, thank you very much. Keep up a fantastic show and come on, everybody. Oh, it. Good man. That was Paul <laughs> and his son. In case you couldn't hear, some Mirren fans up there in Dundee. I think that actually got lost a little bit at the weekend because it was always about the bigger picture, wasn't it? It was about, you know, St Mirren on the playoffs, Hamilton survived. Cody Cook scored the second half hat trick as a yeah, substitute. So, not surprised to see him in the starting 11 tonight. What what a, what an impact that was. And for a guy who St Mirren's recruitment, t- you know, has taken a lot of stick, a guy who hasn't really featured, might might be the guy who, who, who keeps them in the division. Is he the one that is only one that Alan Stubbs I think he's the only still, one, yes. Still there. And he, he made a massive impact, uh, Dens. And what a time to do as a striker, Gordon. Coming off the uh, off the bench, getting three goals. You cannot wait for the next game. And what a game it is. Back up to Dundee across the road, 50 yards. Um, he'll be looking forward to that. Massive crowd there. Paul, you can you can hear the excitement in his yeah. voice. He's so excited. I'm just glad his boys there to look after him. He's probably <laughs> eight. Um, but all St Man fans will be like, and so will Dundee United because Matt's played with Dundee United. Dundee United are a big club. Hmm. They have played and beaten Barcelona and teams like that. Uh, they've had great European success uh, under Jim McLean. What a fantastic team they were in the the 80s. You've got to say. So they're a big club with ambitions. They want to get back up. I think that both sets of fans are in for an absolute cracker. Mark Wilson, you know all too well about the size of of Dundee United. They've already in, in their mind because you don't you don't you know you get what you deserve really in football. But in their mind, they'll feel that they've already been down for for too long, yeah. and you, just because of the size of the club, and you wonder how long that goes on for. Yeah, well, listen, you've got to credit their fans, Dundee United, because they've 
They've been down there for a number of years now But they keep turning up and buying season tickets And they still get decent crowds in the, in the four and five thousands But tonight I think it's Is that 11,000? Over 11,000? I think that's mm. their biggest crowd since back when Jackie McNamara was the manager when they beat Dundee So that shows you what they're thinking of this tie They believe that they can't feel for a third year running they, it's just not possible They've got the players They've got the experience In that team Robin Nielsen recruited well He got them Into the playoffs And I think They will have enough I think they will have enough Who, In Dundee that squad United? to get through yeah. Dundee United will be some man I fancy Dundee United I said last week I think this will be Dundee United's year I think they'll finally Get over the line And back to the Premiership <sighs> you're, you're saying that yeah, Like you disagree I would never disagree with you Mursum But I disagree um, I think that if St Mirren Just keep their cell in the tie tonight I think a packed St Mirren I think they'll have enough uh, I really do I think You know with the, I, don't, I don't think I've got to say Until Darna D gets sent off And I know it was it I thought St Mirren looked terrible At the weekend I really did uh, So they've got to handle that occasion A bit better But, but were you there when Dundee United put them out the cup, yeah, and I and I said I said that Dundee United deserved to put them out the cup. Yeah. They were a better side. Some are not a lot better now, though, aren't they? Yeah, well, well, that's what I'm going to. They're building a little bit of confidence. But Mark's right. See, when you look at the two lineups, Gordon, and you look at Dundee United's lineup, it's fully experienced, and they've got guys that can score goals as well. So Franco, for instance, I thought was terrific at, against St Mirren, and he's not. He's on the bench. He's not even getting a place in the... In the uh, Paulette, who was at Aberdeen when down south, he was absolutely great that day as well. So St Mirren only really, really worked to get the, the success. But it's all about the first leg. If Dundee United had to go one or two up, maybe I think Mark for once could get it right. <laughs> Kenny's a Motherwell <laughs> fan from Motherwell. Kenny, this time last year it was you going off to the Scottish Cup final, but it's Hearts and Celtic this weekend. What are you thinking? Um, I want phoning tonight to put my full weight behind the heart of Midlothian. Right, okay, based on? Based on, there was a Bible story about David and Goliath and all that David had in his pocket was a pebble and he knocked him clean out. Right. I, I, just, I, just, I just want it to happen. I just want it to happen more than anything. Is this on behalf of underdogs everywhere? This is on behalf of underdogs everywhere. And if Mark Wilson can beat me at beat the pundit the last <laughs> time that I played it, then it has to happen. Well, right, you, you makes a good case, Kenny. Where was Motherwell's pebble last season? <laughs> I don't know, but I would have loved to have seen that even more. But the, the thing is, that I, I believe that seventy-five percent of fans in Scotland want to see a change. We want to see a change, and and you know it's no good for the likes of trying to promote sponsorship and things like that to to our leagues and our cups to see that Celtic have won the last um, eight trophies in a row. That's not that's not good. How can you market? Can it, I'd, you know I'd, a one sided one sided league? You can't you know, you, you know you can't you can't market that. That's that's nothing to, to market. I feel that Celtic have stumbled across the line this year. There was two results that Rangers had that could have changed the. If we'll, to, to, the, the result against Dundee and the result against Hamilton back to back, where they dropped a load of points. Now I, I believe that Brendan Rodgers knew that he'd taken that team as far as he could, and he'd done a bunk and and, and left to go down to Leicester because he knew that, they, that there was going to have to be major changes, that they were running out of steam, and that they are there for the taking. That's what I believe, well, and that's what I hope. Well, Kenny, last season. 
I was like you I was looking for that pebble I was looking for a big shock I was there All dressed up in my Claret and Amber Unfortunately it didn't happen for us on the day But I disagree with you in the, the, the sense Of you're saying Well it's not good for Scottish football I think it's absolutely brilliant for Scottish football That Celtic have got a chance to go for a treble treble What an achievement that is And what it does is It sets the bar for the rest of the clubs If you look at Rangers Their biggest rivals They've started responding Because they know now What they've got to try and reach And I think the standard mm. of all clubs Are trying to get up there to try and get somewhere near where Celtic are So I think it raises the bar for me So I think it is good for Scottish football Alright, thank you very much Kenny in Motherwell It's 01419511025 We're going to have to leave it there Because I've got a task for you Head over to our Twitter feed At Clyde SSB Find the video of Gordon DL Trying to act out a famous goal celebration The good thing about this one <laughs> Is it was a team effort from myself and Mark Wilson Safe to say we enjoyed this one more Than the rest And if you see the video You will understand why All you have to do Is tell us Whose goal celebration it is Give us a call right now On 0141 951 1025 And you could win yourself A key store hamper Worth £250 Call us right now You only have until the end of this break Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here This time last week The three of us headed up to goals Just up the road To try and recreate Some famous goal celebrations Now the reason we did it Is because Keystore Are supporting community football teams Across the country uh, By offering grants Now in order to win funding For your team What you have to do Is go to Clyde1.com Slash score with Keystore And you'll find all the details Keystore are asking you To send videos Of your team's best Goal celebrations So we thought we'd get involved And give you the chance To win a £250 hamper Of snacks and drinks From Keystore All you had to do Was go to Twitter At Clyde SSB And tell us Whose goal Gordon DL Myself and Mark Wilson Were trying to recreate Tonight Grace in Bishop Briggs Was first through Who do you think it was Grace? Uh, I think it's Paul Gascoigne It is Paul Gascoigne You've got it in one It was the old dentist chair Mark Wilson How much fun yeah. Did we have We almost uh, waterboarded Gordon oh, Dale listen, been... It took two takes He <laughs> was absolutely <laughs> drenched Wasn't happy I've been two here takes, for about Three years now Or something that was, that was up there With my highlights Gordon Scooshing him twice No my highlight When I flicked the ball Over your head You were looking about Going where are you Gaza Not Gaza Put it in Celebrate And then get soaked For your troubles I know it's ridiculous Anyway Grace Enough about that well done You've won the £250 Key store hamper I don't know what you've got planned For this weekend But you'll have some good snacks And drinks to keep you company anyway Brilliant That's great guys Appreciate that well done, Good Grace. stuff That was Grace right. In Bishop Briggs You'll have another chance To win a £250 hamper Tomorrow night with Key store uh, Round about the same time So stay tuned for It was brilliant wasn't it That was great fun See just the feeling of Picking up that, that water bottle <laughs> Drenching him right <laughs> in the face so We didn't even <laughs> need a second take Would you <laughs> We just wanted it He's another take I was soaked oh, It was brilliant Oh I good yeah And Very then we good. had to come in here after it And <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have a change a t-shirt He was saying Can I borrow that t-shirt uh, See when I, I threw myself My hips going I'm struggling a wee bit <laughs> Anyway 01419511025 On the phones Twitter is at Clyde SSB And it's time you two yeah. Got stuck in about tonight's full time teaser the season might be coming to a close But we're going to need a lot of teasers for the new campaign So send them in to us We love to have your questions Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com uh, Tonight's has been sent in by Grant Scott And he wants you to name 
The last eight goalkeepers To keep a clean sheet In the Scottish Cup final Can you name the last eight goalkeepers To keep a clean sheet In the Scottish Cup final I'll just take a couple Because we're only looking for Craig eight Craig Gordon yep. When did he do it? Last year When he was in goals In the Scottish Cup final last year Against? Motherwell Yep Just making yep. sure uh, Fraser Forster Yeah he's done it more than once But he's in there oh, Fraser Forster So we're looking for the last eight Goalies Not taking into account guys Who did it multiple times If that yeah. makes sense We're okay. looking for eight names Is Alan McGregor in there? Alan McGregor Is Not in there mm. That's why I asked I thought he's not in there Who else wouldn't Rab Douglas Yep, he's in there more than once as well But Rab Douglas Okay, that's a good start You've only got five more to get So you can play along with us at Twitter I know some of you will nail this straight away Last eight goalkeepers to keep a clean sheet In the Scottish Cup final So far the guys have got Craig Gordon Most recently Then they're going back to Fraser Foster And before that They're going back to Rab Douglas There are five more to go Let's see if you can get them on Twitter Before these guys do uh, Ronnie's in Cumbernauld Hi Ronnie How are you doing guys, alright? Good Ronnie, yeah. what's on your mind? Uh, just about uh, Neil Lennon Obviously again And obviously the cup final On Saturday um, Basically I think Celtic's going to kind of Run it I think Trell will run the show On Saturday Obviously Whether they're changing the name Of the Bill McNeil Cup final or not I'm not sure about What they're going to do with that But I reckon that Celtic have got a too strong a team No saying that Hearts are a good team But Celtic are far, strong, far stronger And the other point is Obviously Neil Lennon why can they not just give the guy a break? He's already took the league, albeit Brendan Rodgers started it. As far as I'm concerned, the manager that finishes it is the manager that's won it. The same in the Scottish Cup. The treble treble is going to be down to Neil Lennon, not Brendan Rodgers, not anybody else. And at the end of the day, as I said before, Neil Lennon started it. So give him the job and let him get 10 in a row at the road. Well, I disagree with you because Brendan Rodgers started it, won the League Cup. No, he says started eight in a row. Yeah. The but eight in a row. Eight right, in a row. right. Come on, mate. You've got to give. Hold <laughs> on, on. You've got to, oh, I was too busy looking at ice cream in the background. <laughs> you've got to give Neil Lennon a lot of credit. Of course you do, because he, he took over a, a situation that obviously with the disappointment from a lot of Celtic fans, Brendan Rodgers. But you can't just turn around and say Neil Lennon takes the credit. He takes part of the credit, but Brendan Rodgers has got to take a massive part of it as well. He left them what. Eight points in front But he also left us In the luck He walked away When he didn't have to Because Leicester said That's a different argument wait to the end of the season Of course it is That's a different argument I'm saying that Brendan Rodgers left you Talking about the treble Getting over the line He left you a league cup He left you eight points in front And left you in the quarter final Of the Scottish Cup With a, with a terrific squad He also left When there was two games Against Rangers to go A semi-final against Aberdeen to negotiate as well mm-hmm. um, A couple of games against Hearts that, so, I'm not uh, you knocking know, I, the job I, Neil Lennon's no, doing No, listen, I, I understand that But I'm, I'm talking about the, the Celtic fans Who are criticising him Saying it's been woeful under Neil Lennon It's been terrible to watch and uh, It's been this, that and the next thing They forget about how difficult some of these games were You know, the, the game against Rangers At Celtic Park Albeit Celtic weren't at the best Still get the job done though the semi-final against Aberdeen People are saying Don't know about this Celtic team Fancy Aberdeen They could be strong today Celtic turned up in the day Probably one of their best performances Went up martyred Away at Pataudry To win the league 
Alright Aberdeen could have been up But Celtic blew them away After that You know yep. oh, yeah, uh, Ronnie, going, Ronnie I was just going to ask you This stuff changes day to day Hour to hour sometimes But the one name that's All over social media at the moment With people speculating is Seems to be David Moyes um, Is that one that would excite you or not? No really no not really not, Why not? not particularly Because I just I think I mean Moy's done well At Everton Left Everton Went to Man United And by the way I blame Alec Ferguson For what happened with Moyes I don't blame David Moyes at all Because it was too high a job It was too big a Too big a, a club To take over Yeah Agree with you there That's one thing I will agree with you <coughs> See It's only a matter of opinion Of nothing against David Moyes I think he's had a terrific career And thought he'd done a good job At West Ham When he took over uh, Everton he was very good Manchester United was Disaster he went abroad And wasn't very good If you were asking me my pick To go forward next season And it came up with David Moyes and Neil Lennon I would go with Neil Lennon I really would mm. I, th- I just think that Neil could Probably do a better job at Celtic Because he knows the, Sc- the Scottish game He knows the club He knows the players And he's got a lot of respect there And the fans love him I just think that um if I was picking between both I would probably go with Neil There, there seems to be this perception Mark That it needs to be a, a so-called Big name And that does not guarantee you anything But no. that, that's that's always been the It's the, just been the, like The feeling that, that, that Because of the way That the Brendan Rodgers yeah. appointment was That it would be another so-called Big name Or someone who yeah. Perhaps yeah. has been in the Premier League down south I think once Once you taste that uh, it's hard to forget that Gordon The the furore way I'm coming to Celtic Park And the whatever it was 13,000 turning out to greet him You know It was uh, It was an eye-opening moment For a lot of people here in Scottish football I mean I certainly hadn't seen anything like that And I think a lot of the Celtic fans are thinking Okay he's away now We want to see him again We want to turn out to Parkhead 15, 20,000 and cheer on a new manager And we'll get the same success But uh, There's no real Need for that If you've got a guy Who's proved he can win uh, And get over the line With titles and cups And he's in your employment already Why not go for it I don't feel the big need To go out and, and Splash out Some big name Who also comes With a big transfer mm. kit He needs that to To, to succeed Your Rafa Benitez I, I would even say David Moyes Who's used to dealing With that kind of figures Down south I think they'd expect not in the region of 70 or 80 million yeah, but at the but same time still... I, I'm not saying you're necessarily wrong But is, is that a worthwhile comparison? Because Yeah, the, the sums of money they're used to are, are greater But you, you're walking into a team with the biggest budget So you, they don't, they're not going to need 70 million with Celtic No, no, I'm not saying that But I still think they would they would ask for substantial amount That probably Brendan Rodgers didn't spend And I'm probably got Rafa Benitez here in my mind Fantastic coach But would he come uh, And just say Listen I'll have 10 million quid And I'll be able to get Five players for that Yeah but again I, sure. I know I know that as a number As a as a figure 10 million wouldn't sound a lot To Rafa Benitez But if it's 10 million more Than everybody else in the league Or if it's You know 200% more Than, than other teams in the league yeah, is I, it I, not, I, is I, it I think Benitez Given 10-15 million In the Scottish game would look at that and think Yeah as long as he was getting The sort of money Brendan Rodgers when, Now he's used to The same money as Brendan Rodgers Was at Liverpool and Newcastle Massive contracts But if he was getting that money And he looks at the league I, I think you're making a good point Alan is a Hearts fan In Newark Hill Hi Alan Hi there Couple of nights to go Alan Optimistic yes. Nervous Somewhere in between A, a, bit, a bit of both The excitement's building As the week goes on 
but the point I was wanting to make was uh, myself and my 11 year old, our season ticket holders, and every home game as we walk in, he always says to me, What's the score going to be, Dad? <laughs> and I gave him an honest opinion. And back on the 17th of December 2017, as we walked in, he said to me, What do you think, Dad? And I said, No chance. He says, We're going to get humped here, son. I said, Celtic are playing really good. I said, They'll get better players than us, they're quicker than us. But I said to him, They're 69 games unbeaten. Somebody's going to beat them eventually. So maybe it could be us. And as the history book shows, we did beat them for nothing. So they're going for a treble treble. They may very well get it. Next year it might be a quadruple treble. But somebody at some time is going to beat them in the mm. cup. So yeah. It has to happen. It yeah. just has to happen. I've been, listen, I've been saying that for the last few weeks. Celtic will lose a cup game. They will. It's inevitable. Um, but whether it's a cup final... You know, I I still think they will win this one, but I think it could be at the start of next season, midway through a semi final, something. I just think there's a lot too much riding on this for those players to, uh, to let the the club down. Alan reminds me of you. He's covered every angle there when he walked into Tyne Castle. No, Celtic are going to run all over the top. Is they're going to beat us? They're going to bar us? But somebody's got to beat them. Well, that's true. Exactly. What's wrong with that? Well, it's sort of a di- divide in what you think. Do you think you're going to win the cup on Saturday? I do. Yes. You think you're going? I to, think you think you're your team that's got to stop Celtic? Well, when we played them at Hamden in 2012 in the semi, mm-hmm. nobody gave us a chance. We won it. We then beat Hibs. When we played them earlier this season, we beat them. Yeah. So it can happen. Alan, what do you, what do you just generally to, to take you away from Saturday in particular? How are you feeling about Craig Levine? Because I know there's probably a bit of a divided opinion amongst the Hearts fans I've, at the moment. I've I've backed him all season, uh, but I do think it's time for a change. We're playing in in league games. We're playing far too passively. The passing isn't quick enough. It's taking us four passes to go from left back to right back. Rather than just a 50 yard mm. pass to switch it. Uh, could I also make one other point while I'm on, Jerry? Go on. About last week's Hearts Celtic <laughs> game. Yeah, on you go. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, when Dumbelli, great prospect, marvellous young player, the press are all over it, 16 year old making his Celtic debut. Can I point out that Hearts had two 16 mm. year olds and a 17 year old on the park mm. as well? You're right, he was yeah, up against one yeah. in Aaron Hickey, wasn't he? Yeah. Hickey Picky played superb He ran out mm. of legs Nearer then uh, Young Connor Smith What about the turn superb. What about the turn From the Connor turn, Smith you know, Alan if, if, if you see Messi Doing that On the Champions League It will over the papers In the press the next day yep, But it was, it was all just Dembele 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 Yeah Yeah he, he, Totally right You know And Craig has Blooded a few young ones in Did it at the weekend Don't expect to see any In the cup final But for next mm. year Then it's a promising sight uh, That was Andy, the Hearts fan in Newt Hill. Uh, <laughs> since, we, since we're getting names wrong tonight. Uh, 01419511025. We'll get the answers to the teaser next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here and they're tackling this question. Questions like this, if you've got any like them or different types of trivia that you want to hear on the show, please send them full time at Clyde1.com. So tonight we're looking for the last eight keepers to keep a clean sheet. In a Scottish Cup final You've already got What have you got so far Craig Gordon Fraser mm. Foster 
Rob Douglas I'm just looking at Twitter Daniel Kelly A club open to all They've got one of the hard ones That you've not got yet Stephen Roach is a bit out um, As is Martin Trainer. They've got them wrong Jerry H is throwing some good ones in there Hugh as well What about you two? Uh, what we he come up with a cracker? Who Alan Manus for St Johnson against Dundee United. Yes, in yes. twenty. How do you know that one? Ah, because I was sitting watching him do it on the bench, <laughs> raging, <laughs> raging. That was wasn't Stephen on contribution. Goals for Just to be clear, this was the one that you played every game in the lead up uh, and uh, played the week before the final, but yep, got bent for right. the final at Celtic Park as well. And I thought that's a dress rehearsal, brilliant. No, <laughs> <Just banged. laughs> I was a dress rehearsal. <laughs> Stephen Claus. Yeah, he did it more than once, but he's on there, yep. yep. So three to go. Arthur Boric. Oh, good shout. Hey, you. Stop stealing my transfers. From Fermland, 2007. Yep. Two to go. Okay, we'll leave it there because we're just about to kick off um, in the big one in the Premiership playoffs. I'm going to speak to Craig and Cardonald in just a second, but let's quickly hear from the managers before kick-off, Robbie Nielsen. We recruited in the January to make sure that if we were in this position with boys that had experienced before or had, had experience of big games and environments and you know, thankfully they, they came through playing a very very tough game against Inverness home and away one goal for them and you know they're all looking forward to it there's no nerves in the camp at all and you can see the day of training and the boys are looking forward to it the expectations and the favourite tags always in the Premier League team there's no doubt in that because they've spent the whole season playing at the top level we can be counting these tough games you know there is you know the championship's tough you know you're playing against teams that are you know, not, as, not as hard as when you Ibrox Park and Castle Easter Road so you know we, we go in it as the underdogs but it's a tag that we're, we're, we're happy to take because we have belief in the team Here's Ronan Kearney The last few months in particular has seen a real upsurge in performance and more importantly the amount of points that we accumulated as well so um, we've been easily you know it's easy to say we're in our best form of the season yes it's probably going to be up there with some of the big games that have been part of the career but the, I think that's why you do the job you know you look forward to you, you need these moments and you need these you know, these challenges in your career so um, it's been it's been a heck of a season I've really enjoyed every aspect of it and, and now we just want to ideally top it off by, by staying in the league both teams will have their own amounts of pressure um, and, and both teams will feel that there's a there's a huge incentive to and have their own agendas about why they would want to remain or, or remain or be in the league. So um, you know, with that, it's I think again, it's just about making sure that we. Uh, I suppose a lot of that doesn't carry through the players, and just to make sure that we concentrate on the on the on the game itself. Just kicked off Dundee United nil St Mirren nil. Score prediction from you two. Uh, I'm going to go for my old side to nick this two one. Gordon. I'm going 1-1 with a tie open on Sunday, anybody's But so, I think it's great to see a full stadium So who progresses? Tie. I think St Mirren will Stay just up. get there, yeah And Mark, you think Dundee United? United's here, yeah, for me hmm, Okay, interesting Let's speak to Craig and Cardonald, hi Craig How you doing guys? You're not bad, Craig uh, I was listening to Mark there, but talking about Neil Lennon on an awful night as a Celtic an ex-permanent manager of Celtic Personally, I, I don't really have an issue either way with him doing it. I think he's done a good job the last time. Albeit, the challenge now from Rangers is slightly bigger. And also, by having Steven Gerrard there, I think therein lies the issue for the board. Because the board will be sitting... As I said to your, your, your researcher there, if you've got a young guy, upcoming talent, shown willingness, he's got no allegiances to any side, he's not a boyhood Celtic or Rangers fan, and you then say to this gentleman, we've got two teams in Scotland looking at you. One's managed by Neil Lennon, and one's managed by Stephen Gerrard. You can pretty much tell me a penny guarantee the boy's going to pick Stephen Gerrard. Just purely because of the guy of who he is, he's Stephen Gerrard. 
everybody will want to play under Steven Gerrard. And I think that's maybe where the board's reticent might be. I don't think Neil Lennon's got the pool to bring in possibly the same calibre of players. I mean, we've seen the likes of Jermaine Defoe, Stephen Davis, people like that come back and come up to Scotland. And a lot of that's been purely because of Stephen Gerrard. And I think that's why the board might be a bit reticent to give Neil the job and looking for maybe somebody, as we've said, with a bit of Premiership experience. Listen, I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to disagree with that. Uh, in, in terms of I think Celtic for one can draw players anyway in the back of what the club is the European football the amount of leagues that they've won their own and what they've what they've achieved over the last couple of years so I, I think they can draw plenty of players for that but if you're taking coaches if you're taking coaches as well though into account I mean Neil Lennon is is a very well known figure down in England as well now it, it wasn't he on the level of as a player of Stephen Gerrard no doubt about that but in terms of management Stephen Gerrard's had one year one year in management and yes Rangers have progressed but yet won no silverware on the other hand you've got Neil Lennon who has won silverware has managed a team who beat Barcelona and got to the last 16 of the Champions League has went to Hibs got them promoted and played some good football that so in terms of coaching ability, there's one guy that's firmly ahead, and that's Neil Lennon. I think, so is coaching it, is... ability def- I think definitely coaching ability he is at the level now where he's better. But I think the pool, you've got, you can't deny that there's a pool there with Stephen Gerrard. We've seen it with Brendan Rodgers, we've seen the calibre of player that Brendan Rodgers brought to the Scotland game that would previously not really have came up here in the of the days of Martin O'Neill. Do you know what I mean? Celtic in the past have failed to attract big names. Scottish football has failed to attract big names. But with Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers and even with Stevie Clark coming up, the calibre of player, and nobody can deny that, has got remarkably better than what it was in years gone by. And that is to do with the presence that these guys, the aura that these guys bring to this league. But, but what, play, what players are you talking about? Coach. Jermaine Defoe and Stephen Davis. Is that the, the remarkable <coughs> well, 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 player? Well, we'll just use, we'll use Celtic, for example. Scott Sinclair, for one. Philip Benkovic, for another. I mean, there, there's two players. We, we would never get Scott Sinclair without Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, but there are different ways of doing it, Craig, or not, because yeah. you're talking about, you know, reputation already intact when, when, when you come up here, but... You know, for, for every for every experienced player with a big reputation, you could balance that off against a, a Virgil Van Dijk. It doesn't mean the reputation guarantees you better players. Well, the reputation doesn't guarantee you better players, but a better match, a bigger name. This is what I'm saying. I think that's the board's thinking. The board's thinking will be: we get a big name in here, we can attract bigger and better players. I think I said this to a friend of I mine mean, a couple of days ago. I think if you go back a couple of years put that same decision in the Celtic sports hands two years ago I think it's Neil Lennon all day long I agree with Gordon I think they've already made their mind up and it does pain me a wee bit because I think he's came in at a very difficult time and he's done a very good job I mean he's steadied the ship by a time where it could either went one way or the other they could have collapsed they've lost a manager they've lost the invincible manager but he's not he's steadied the ship he's kept it going but I think the board have looked at that and went is he big enough for what we want now? And I think, sadly, see, I don't think I don't think the board looks at it that way. I don't think Neil will be the next Celtic manager. 
Gordon what do you think on, on Craig's logic I, I, I totally understand where he's coming from Whether I agree with it or not is a different matter Because if you look say for instance I think a club attracts you And I think Celtic are a massive club With what they've achieved Can attract players I really do If you look down south for instance look, Say for instance Pochettino Who is a t- top top coach Top coach talking about Really being nearly number one with Klopp And get uh, Pep Guardiola Guardi- Say that again Yeah <laughs> Try and give us Guardi- that for a third time Right and I'm trying to get that out. And you look at Solskjaer at Manchester United Are you telling me because Solskjaer's at Manchester United That they can't attract the top players I think that Celtic can attract top well, players Money, money attracts and, players yeah, doesn't it as well Yeah in the br- bracket of money Gordon, I still think Celtic, whether Steven Gerrard's across the road at Rangers, and I think it's been a little bit disrespectful to Neil, because I think Neil's a decent name in football as well. Okay, thank Guardiola. you to Craig and Kurt. Say that again. Guardiola. Got your teeth back in. Brilliant. Guardiola. Great stuff. He was actually at the dentist today as well. He's not shut up about it. He needs any new teeth. He was banging on. He's getting new veneers. Are you? Is that why no. you're at the dentist? Are no. you getting the, are you getting the Brendan Rodgers set? Is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for next season, honestly. He's going to try and come in after the summer and hope <laughs> nobody notices. <laughs> Imagine he comes in the first day of the new season, studio lights bouncing off his new nationals. Simon Cowell. Is that what it was? Is that why you were at the dentist? Yeah. No, no. Because you said you were, it sounded like quite a lot. I was at the dentist today getting a filling. Yeah. Filling? Yeah. That's not what you described to me earlier. You described getting the impressions for some reason. So it's either braces or it's new nationals. I was doing a colour impressions. I was doing a lot of impressions. I was doing Gaza today. <laughs> the new Ryland That's you The mushroom in Ryland next year Dundee United nil St Mirren nil With 8 minutes gone What have you made of it Very briefly I'll tell you Dundee United had a terrific chance mm. And then there was a claim For a penalty yeah. uh, St Mirren Could have gone either way Gordon So it's exciting so far That's brief enough Because you need to round off This teaser oh, right. We're looking for The last 8 goalkeepers To keep a clean sheet In the Scottish Cup final Remind us of what you've got so far I've no idea uh, we've got Craig Gordon, Foster, Rab Douglas, Arthur Boric, Stephen Kloss, Alan Manis as well. Mm-hmm. Should we get two to get? Um, I, I just saw Steve Banks one. No. Oh, I thought he was a Dundee United one. Oh, oh the big, oh, the big, uh, the big English yeah. guy. So you know it's the you know it's a Dundee United. It's against uh, Ross for. County three 0 Oh, t- the the big four. There's forward. no chance you'll get that. If, if you get this name, somebody's text you. That's that's. I've there my phone. It's not even moved. Wasn't it? A, wasn't it? Foreign. He's foreign. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that really narrows nah. it down. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks. Nah. He's he's no from Scotland. See Dykstra, ninety four. <laughs> no. no, keep going. It's two thousand and ten. Two thousand and ten. And you're looking for a Rangers goalie against Falkirk in two thousand and nine as well. Watterus. Ah, Watterus. No. Uh, Anytime tonight Because can you hear that Because he played in the cup Neil Alexander Yes Neil Alexander At Dundee United but, oh. Ross Get, County 2010 3-0 Clean sheet Gives a clue He was Slovakian Oh the big Slovakian goalkeeper You, you should know You How probably should I know I wasn't there At that time Nah Nah I'm not getting it Get initials DP D- DP DP <laughs> Good I'll put my teeth back in I'm Do sad pernis Do sad pernis We must end the show there uh, On that note Thank you to Gordon and Mark We're back tomorrow at 6 Callum Gallagher's up next <laughs>